Hello everyone, I'm Alex Majorana. And I'm Sydney Lynch. And this is Little Known Tracks. Today we're doing things a little bit differently. Um, instead of asking other people questions, we're answering some questions and also going into a little bit of detail about the podcast itself. How we started, why we started, all that fun stuff. So, I think we're just going to go ahead and get into this. We're not going to drag an intro out uh, like I'm currently doing. (laughs) (laughs) So, when we were in college, we did a radio show together. So, we knew that we were able to talk to each other over the mic and we had that, like, I don't know. Chemistry. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, Like, we knew we'd be able to do that aspect of it. I think I wanted to do something because we were finished and I was like I need to record something because it's gonna feel real weird not talking to a microphone which seems really weird because I feel like that's a weird thing to do in general but but I remember you like you saying that and you're like I have this idea that I want to do I don't know how I'm gonna do it but I want to do something and I was like yeah dude, go for it. You have a microphone? Like, you you go do that. And then I got um, a text one day that said, do you want to start a podcast where we talk about real stuff or something like that? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, coming out of, of college, the initial idea was not to do a music podcast. It was, I want to do a podcast. And I had been listening to a lot of other um sort of interview type podcasts with like conversational and so I wanted to do something a little bit more along those lines and that just kind of didn't happen uh because we did this one instead (laughs) and we were trying to figure out what we I guess what we had in common in a way that we could have a conversation about it yeah so we were talking about like we have pretty similar tasted music. We started talking about um, one of our friends, Zach Young Blasian, who we interviewed, um, and like giving artists the opportunity to tell their story. Like we started talking about the that idea, and then all of a sudden the name "Little Known Tracks" like popped right out. We were like, all right, now we got to no do it. No one will ever know how proud I was of how quickly I came up with that name. Because everything else that I have ever done that I've needed to name has just been such a mess and has taken weeks. And this is we were in the car coming up with this idea. Driving to get like microphone equipment or something like. Yeah, the- I needed an XLR cable. And yeah. we were on the way there talking about doing this. And kind of went, little known tracks. I went, damn. And we're like, wait, that's <laughs> it. That's actually kind of good. <laughs> so that was the one. And after that, we were like, all right, well, like, this makes total guess sense. Yes, we have to do it now. We have a name that's good. And I think, I think it was a little bit um, odd for me just because I coming into this or like even growing up and stuff music was like big but I never listened to a lot of like different 
stuff. And I don't mean different in, like, genre-wise. I mean, it was a lot of, like, what was popular in the genres that I listened to until, like, college, sort of. And Zach was one of the people who started getting me into, like, more, I guess, underground stuff with a lot of the, the people that he's friends with and he works with and stuff. And so that was going to be one of the big things that we did was talking to, to Zach and having a lot of the people that he knew um, to kind of network through that uh, the channel. So, like, the, the SoundCloud, um, like, trap rap artist and stuff like that. I think we kind of realized that wasn't really uh, a genre that we knew a lot about, though. Well, one of the things we talked about originally was keeping it kind of localized. Because um, we're both from from around Philadelphia, so we were like, well, we there's so many Philadelphia artists, we could keep this around. And then we were like, but there's so many up-and-coming artists everywhere that we could make this um, a larger scale kind of thing, um, which is exactly what we did. And now, like, looking at everybody we've interviewed, we're all over the place, which is really cool. Honestly, like... It was such a wild thing going from like, okay, well, we interviewed a couple people from Philly and now we got a couple people from Jersey and then it was like, okay, someone from Canada and then from Australia, LA and then Australia. (laughs) She's like, (laughs) all right, this is what we're doing now, I guess. After every conversation that we had about this podcast that we got something done, you're like, wow, we're really doing it, huh? (laughs) yeah and like that was from like we started to develop this idea in i want to say like july or august of 2020 and like we would just it started with like just general like what's the logo gonna look like like all those kind of like pre-production things and after each step it just became very like so much more real um and then we had our first like couple interviews and I was like wow we're really doing it and then we launched in December and like that first day when the first three came out I was like wow we've been doing this for months and now people can listen to it so that was a really cool like full circle kind of thing it's such an odd experience to have been working on something for this long and no one really uh, being able to interact with it and then it's just yeah. there it, it was it was um neat launching and when we launched we had already interviewed ten six people? i don't know if we had all 10 done honestly at this point i don't remember i don't know um <laughs> but at the last step um we were looking for like, a last person for, like, that 10th slot, I think, right, is what we were doing. We were looking for a person for, like, that 10th or 12th slot, something along those lines. And we were like, hey, here's a date that we would like to talk to you and interview with you. Um, Would that be possible? And we didn't get a lot of response from that. And then out of nowhere, like, six people. Yeah, we sent another like batch of emails like instagram messages like contacting up-and-coming artists um just to gauge an interest because usually we would send some out and we get a few like responses 
uh, I think we sent seven out and six replied within that day saying, yes, like we want to be part of this. And we were like, oh, (laughs) okay. (laughs) So that carried over to um, 2021 where we are now. And as of now, all those episodes are out, which is really cool. Um, But it was just that initial like, we were really excited that people wanted to be part of this because we were this was a brand new thing this is a brand new idea like we were just seeing if people would want to participate and getting that response was like all right i think we're on the right track yeah because this is a this is a cool idea yeah i think that's a really good way to put it is just we were very like okay cool so we are doing something good right <laughs> I feel like as creators of any sort of media or art or anything of that nature, you're always kind of questioning whether or not what you're doing is good. Or like how it will be received. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was definitely a, a good like, okay, cool. Indicator that, yeah. People are responding well. <laughs> Uh, we after we had a few episodes out, we even had a few people uh, reach out to us and like tell us that they were really enjoying it, which was wild because I, I didn't expect that, especially so early on. It was yeah, just kind of like new podcast that we're still de- really developing and like yeah. we have an idea of what we what we're doing, but each episode is a little bit different we're trying to you know see the best ways to grow so yeah yeah. it's it's still a new developing thing the idea is always growing Growing. and expanding and hopefully (laughs) hopefully we'll have some good ideas that people will also continue to respond well to in the future what's really cool about doing this now and like all of the artists that we've talked to is like growing up all I would do was like watch interviews of like the artists I listened to like I loved getting their um their point of view of like their writing process what they do outside of music so this has really been like a full circle like being able to do it with these new artists is so cool and getting to learn about them and you know share their music on this platform has been really exciting Because, like, a lot of the interviews and stuff that I would watch were these smaller up-and-coming bands that I found at concerts opening up for other artists. So, like, that was a lot of my experience and, like, the way my, like, (laughs) the way my, like, taste in music expanded, I guess, was, like, seeing, like, going to a concert that had, like, five or six openers and, like, listening to them and then, like, going home and, like, really starting to become a fan of them and their music. So, cool from that aspect, but, like... Yeah. I think one of the unfortunate things is that people haven't been able to do that recently. Yeah. (laughs) And so I think platforms like this, like, things like this are really good. And, I mean, there's a lot of other people doing similar stuff, Mm -hmm. and... Like, it's all good. It's all people, you know, ex- giving exposure. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's using the platform to share uh, these these new artists, these, these people who do put a lot into their music. Like, the people that we have talked to so Are far. amazing. 
they're great and they put so much time and effort into their music it's it's crazy it's crazy how that works just uh just like the writing process and the just music in general yeah it's just wild I, yeah like i do not not have a musician's brain and like <laughs> think like i don't know how they do it and they're just so creative in the aspect of like hearing something or feeling something or experiencing something and going like oh i can turn that into a song like i wish my brain worked like that but i'm always so fascinated especially hearing like um like a specific experience like when we talked to um alexa zaro yeah about her um ep that she'd put out and that ep was all about one experience that she had and it was all in order and I just thought that was so cool to hear about, like, I don't know, the yeah. aspects of being able to write in the, how she felt in the way that she felt and turn them into music. It's, yeah, it, it's such a, it's such an interesting thing. Like, thematic albums. Like, how does one do that? <laughs> God, I, this is something that. At least for I'm gonna say relatively uh, new, um, because again, growing up, music was like big, good, like music, but it was all classic rock. Mm-hmm. Like uh, that's what my dad had in the car. That's all that played, and I didn't know what other music was until like late grade school, early high school, sort of, and I started listening to like. Paramore and Green Day and um, All Time Low and things like that and that's how Mm -hmm. I started to like branch off and get a a different taste in music and I was like damn I actually like music a lot more than I thought I did. (laughs) Because you weren't (laughs) listening to the same things like you you were expanding. When you listen to the same set of like 80 songs for like 16 years (laughs) pretty rough (laughs) um and so in high school i actually started to try and do music myself i got a guitar um i i spent a while trying to learn that but broke my arm twice in the process (laughs) in the not not like while not not like i broke but like no not while you were playing the guitar, but, like, you were yeah. playing the guitar, went out, did something, broke your arm, and then couldn't play anymore. Uh, yeah, basically. And then I was able to play again for a solid two months, then broke my arm again. All right. Yeah. So. <laughs> so. So it kind of, uh, I, I never had, like, the, the passion that, like, actual musicians and these artists, like, do to like continue to do it after that and special interests are all over the place so if i could not continue to do it it was just kind of like but um it's it's still something that kind of helped me branch out because in looking for new things to play on the guitar or new ways to learn stuff i learned about a lot of new music and that was kind of how i heard about Again, this is how I'm tying this into the last statement <laughs> that this came from. But, like, concept albums and stuff and thematics and stuff kind of came from that. 
And I'm mm-hmm. trying to think there were two albums that I remembered um, really a lot of like fun to play. But looking at them now, I say this still not remembering what the albums were. But I know right. like now I could look at them. I could listen to those albums and be like, wow, this writing is really good. Then I was just like, this is a lot of fun to play on guitar. This is cool. <laughs> And it's just it's just wild how we kind of like view music. Do you know what I mean? Like as oh, yeah. we progress. Oh, absolutely. My start of music was like very much boy band, Jonas Brothers, big time rush, like and then has, you know, grown from there. Um, those are still some of my absolute favorites. But then I started getting into bands um that were a little that were very much smaller. Um, so like bands like All Star Weekend and Hollywood Ending, and then I would go to their concerts and then see they would have four openers and then go to end up going to the opener shows when they would come to Philadelphia. And like it was just like while I was in high school, I was probably averaging like a concert a week. Like there was just so much music that I was such a fan of and like still am even though a lot of those bands aren't um around or like touring or anything anymore but it's just crazy how much um like how much music is out there and I know like that's a really broad statement but like even in these shows that had four or five six bands playing like they were all similar to the style of like genre but so different in the way that they performed and like that was always such a fun aspect of like being able to see um like bands just playing live which is something that i miss so much right now i i think that's something that we haven't gotten to like talk a lot about yeah because of what's happening but like showmanship and how people perform is such a like characteristic of a lot of music I think yeah I mean if we look at if we look at like the big people like if you look at like maybe Freddie Mercury or something look at how he performed oh and then there's God. like there's still people here today um I don't know if you've ever heard of Darwin D's you know Napoleon Dynamite mm-hmm. that's how he performs all right And it's just such a wild experience that makes the music so yeah. much more enjoyable. Like, the way people present their music mm-hmm. is just so interesting and so different. Like, two people can play the same exact song and, and like, play them so differently. Yeah, and, like, the way I think about it is, like, going to, like, I don't know, like, a pop-punk concert where there's a lot of, like, it's a lot of jumping, a lot of movement, and then, like, an Ed Sheeran concert where he's just standing there playing guitar, like, amazing and just how both shows are great but just have such different vibes to them and i think that's super interesting when it comes to concerts and live music we're getting there tours are starting to be announced and tickets are going on sale so i just got tickets for my first (laughs) show back it's gonna be in december but if you know if it happens (laughs) we'll see when we get there but um have high hopes it's exciting yeah it is, it is definitely exciting being able to do that. I 
I think it's, it's going to be uh, interesting for me because shows were never something that I was super interested in. Mm-hmm. But doing this, like doing this podcast and interacting with so many artists, is it just makes me so much more like, man. I want to see, the like, especially like the artists that we've talked to, if they ever go on tour, like I would love to go see them just like... I think that would be such a cool experience to like be able to have this conversation like podcast wise and then go see them perform and doing what they, you know, do best. I think that'd be a super cool experience. All right. So I think we've gotten a, a fair amount of exposition about um, our experience with music, the podcast and kind of how we, we interact with music, yeah. I guess. Uh, so I think we're just going to get into some of the questions that we were asked uh, the first one, or ones that that we want to answer, is our uh, our guy Justin at So Who's Up Next asked if we are musicians. I am going to say I am not. I am just a fan of all musicians. <laughs> I I don't want to call myself a musician because I don't put in like the the time and like attention and practice and stuff that other people do. But, like, I can play a little bit of a lot of things and, like, stupid instruments. So I have, like, you know, a guitar. I have, like, a little keyboard. But then I also have an automaton, an ocarina, um, uh, uh, a marimba, right. and uh, what is it called? Uh, it's, like, the little horn, but it's the piano. A melodica, I think, is what it's called. And so I could play I'm them hearing. all a little bit. So what I'm hearing is, you know how I'm supposed to write this uh, Nick Jonas song? Yeah. That You're writing it. I told you I could help clean it up. You have to okay. write it, though. But you, it sounds like you have to play the instruments for it. Because that's Because I can't do that. So yeah, that's fine. We'll just that's we'll fine. figure that out. We'll, the, yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Coming soon, Nick Jonas song by uh, me. <laughs> Listen, it's too it's too apparent now. Like it's got to be done. We've mentioned yeah. it more than once now. Yeah, that's true. It'll eventually, uh, hopefully, maybe. But the other question that uh, he had was, when are we doing a crossover episode? And uh, why don't you check your DMs, friend? And. Uh, <laughs> We'll set something up. <laughs> we'll we'll figure. Don't you worry, it's coming. <laughs> um, so that'll be super cool. Yeah, I, I that'll be a lot of fun. So I think that's something that we're looking forward to. Yeah, definitely make sure to check out his podcast. So who's up next? Because he rocks. Uh, so the next question we got: If you were making a vinyl album, what color and design would you make? Now. The issue I have with this question mm-hmm. is I don't know what we're making a vinyl album of. Uh, the Nick Jonas song that we write. Okay. So yeah, what does see, that look like in your... I... Place? Or if, like, we were to turn an episode into a vinyl. A vinyl. Well, maybe... Well, that would depend on the episode. Yeah. Okay, if, you're So here's ideal. the thing, right? Here's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. If we were to turn like an episode or like the podcast or something of that nature into a a vinyl, I think what we'd have to do 
it's obviously use a couple of the base colors, right? So mm-hmm. I think we put like either the green or the light blue as a base. Mm-hmm. We get orange or yellow as the rim. Mm-hmm. And then in the middle, we got a nice little like wavy all around. All right. You know, and I, I think you just you just keep it simple like that. I'm like I'm imagining it and I'm like, okay, that's not awful. <laughs> but it's also not great. Like if that makes so I don't I don't know. I feel like I would need a lot of time to like I I need to actually like do it. Yeah. To mock up a few uh Yeah, I'd have to mock up colors. a few vinyls. <laughs> a few vinyls to see what colors would look best uh while it was spinning. Nick Jonas, I feel like needs to be like Palette is like a gray, dark blue, and like white or silverish. I don't know okay. why, but that that just feels right. Mm-hmm. See, I what, go ahead because you know more about thinking, Nick Jonas than I do, right? But I when I read this question, I was just thinking like in general, like what would my like if. I was making one your personally. Life, your life vinyl. Like, what would it... Yeah. <laughs> like, what would it look like? And I was thinking, like, a transparent, like, kind of vinyl just with glitter in it. And I think that would be cool. Cool to look at and cool as it's spun. I guess we're going to have to make some vinyl. Yeah. We'll get to it. Well, couple that'll... years. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how that goes. That's it's not on the short list. <laughs> no, no, no. To do, but it's a good goal to have. Yeah, eventually. Um, another one about vinyl is: if your ashes were made into a vinyl single, what song would you want to be made into? Now, I don't know if you know like any context for this question, Mm-mm. but that is a thing that people do. That's you so interesting. You could do that now. You could turn your ashes into a vinyl, which is wacky. Yeah. If you were to turn your ashes into a vinyl, what song would it be and what would it look like? <laughs> <laughs> what song would you choose? See, I feel like that's a really tough question because I feel like I would want it to be something like ironic. I w- like, you know, like staying yeah. alive by the Bee Gees or something. I, that I knew you were going to say something like <laughs> along those lines. But I I don't know, because I'm trying to think of, like, what song throughout my life has been, like... The most impactful. The most impactful or, like, consistent or... Yeah. Something. Um, I, I think you should do the year 3000. Because, <laughs> like, you think of it, right? It's your ashes, and it's, like, the future. <laughs> All right. That's it. I see where you're That's coming from. That's my only reasoning. <laughs> <laughs> no, so it, it's the Jonas Brothers. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah. So I guess that that answer would make the most sense, probably. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> More like reasonable questions. <laughs> yeah, those were a little bit. Those were some fun uh, artistic ones to think about. Uh, so, who would you want to interview in the future, besides the Jonas Brothers? So. I think the thing is there's, like, two different uh, ways to kind of um, answer this. And it's, like, all time, like, whoever, you know, whoever we can interview. And then, like, for the podcast. Um, Because, again, the podcast is small. We don't want to, you know, bring the Jonas Brothers or Taylor Swift or anything on. You know, like, I feel like that just doesn't 
make sense. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, for for the podcast, it's a little bit harder because there are just so many uh, people that like seem really interesting and have really great music and I want to get to a lot of them. I was going to say like all of them. And, I, <laughs> it's, I, and if we keep doing this, we might be able to hit that goal. We'll hit a lot. Yeah. <laughs> we'll hit a lot. Uh, yeah. So I, I like off the top of my head, there's not like any particular people, but there's a lot of people that I have seen and have interacted with at least to some extent. Uh, through like Twitter and Instagram and stuff that I think would definitely be a lot of fun to interview. Uh, and big hear scale. Their story. Oh yeah, big scale. Big scale. Go ahead. Um, I feel like probably like Damon Albarn, uh, and he is the vocalist of the Gorillas and Blur, and the one other album that he's got somewhere mm-hmm. in the past. Uh, just because, obviously, I'm a fan of the Gorillas, mm-hmm. and I like his music, but just the the um, the sheer amount of stuff that he has, and he's got two bands that are like highly successful, and there's just so much like history in 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 that, and I just think that would be a a lot of stuff. Like I think that'd just be really interesting to just kind of be able to actually converse about. Oh, absolutely. And, like, for my all-time has, like, similar, like, roots to that, like, of how much history behind this artist. And I want to talk to Cher. And I think she has been in the industry forever. She's done everything. She's just so cool. And I would just love to sit down and just have a conversation and talk through her life from the Sonny and Cher show to... Like her disco era to her many farewell tours that she's had, like I just want to talk through it and see what she's got going on. It's so weird, I think, because we we say that like, oh, we'd like to interview these people, but like I just like to have a conversation. Yeah, like, if that makes sense. And like these two people who have made such an impact in the music industry and just have so much history behind them, like is. Yeah. That would be really cool. <laughs> oh, it would definitely be interesting. Next question is, who is an artist you can listen to 24-7? Go ahead, Sid. I wonder. <laughs> well, if you haven't heard already or picked this up from just about every previous episode that we've had, uh, I'm a huge fan of the Jonas Brothers. And listening to them every day, like being able to listen to them 24-7 is not, uh, like, is something that I do close to already, I feel like. Like, since I was, like, nine years old, every day I've listened to at least one Jonas Brothers song. So there's a lot of material there, a lot to listen to, and, um, that's what's been on repeat since age nine. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like this is, like, a really hard question for me just because I'm so all over the place now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think some of the people as of late that I've been listening to um, a lot of are, like, 
Uh, Chloe Moriando is really good. Rex Orange County. Um, I could listen to those two just on repeat all day. Uh, but I don't know if I'd want to because there's other stuff to listen to. I'm definitely looking forward to a lot of stuff coming out from other people that don't have a lot. I started listening to like um, Ellie Williams, Superfood are two really good ones that I've been listening to a lot of recently. There's only so many songs, though. So it's like waiting for those new releases. Can't listen to. Exactly. So so. There's a lot of people that if there was large catalogs, I could definitely just sit down and not even think about it. Yeah, absolutely. And our last question is, what are the plans for this podcast? What are the goals that we have? <sighs> Which is a big question, considering we just started. Yeah. And every, ju- like, just about every day that we, like, get on to either do prep for, like, an interview or just to go over, like, planning, we're always like, wow, we're doing this and we can't believe <laughs> where we are so far. And I know we've said that earlier, but that's just, like, a constant theme, um, which we're really grateful for and, like, how this has been received and, um, so just looking out even further, I don't even, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> the plans are to continue doing it <laughs> as of right now. Um, I don't think we have any, like, big plans or anything that we're kind of, like, looking forward to doing um, in terms of, like, the podcast, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, I think there are probably a couple things that we've tossed around idea-wise, but we like don't that. know if we're actually going to do that stuff. And that's yeah. not a, we don't know if we're going to do it because we don't know if we're going to be able. It's a, we don't know if that's a good idea. So we're not going to just go ahead and yeah, it's all do these things. Stuff that we have talked about in development, but it all come with time when we figure out what would be the best options for or like the best way to go about doing yeah that kind of stuff but um so so the plan is then it's just keep doing it see where it leads and uh just improve as we go along and i i think the the big thing is like you know get get some music out there that's yeah. really the the whole keep point connect- of it yeah, connecting with artists, using this platform to help their platform grow and showcase everything that they're doing. Because, again, we talk to really amazing artists, so this has yeah. been a really great way to connect with them and, you know, hopefully connect with many more in the future. Um. Well, this has been this episode of Little Known Tracks. No, it's not what you're uh, used to hearing on this podcast, but I hope you enjoyed it anyways, and hopefully learning a little bit more about us and um, our relationship with music and the podcast as a whole um, will help you maybe enjoy the, the podcast a little bit more that you, you, know, you kind of have this insight into it. Yeah, it only took us like 20 or so episodes to get on the mics to like talk about us (laughs) but 
Yeah. We got there. We got there. Hope you enjoyed. Let us know what you think you thought of this episode. Is this something that you guys would want to hear more frequently? Would you never want us to talk by ourselves again? Let us know. <laughs> we're we're open to criticism. <laughs> Don't be shy. <laughs> like it's fine. Yep. <laughs> Uh, thank you guys again uh, so much. It has been lovely talking about the podcast. Um, we hope you guys listen in again next week. <laughs>